Well, praise the Lord. Good morning, everybody. What a great day today, Christmas Day, and uh, a day of celebration, a day of joy. And uh, last Sunday, uh, you, those of you who watched the live stream, I shared a message that was called Celebrate, Celebrate, Celebrate. These are the, the words God put in my heart. And that same theme goes right through the Advent days, which are the, the days building up uh, to Christmas Day. And it's the same thing, theme that's going to permeate today's message, which I have entitled, Let's Celebrate the Savior of the World. Now, you know, the interesting thing about uh, this time and season is that all around the world, whether people are believers or not, people celebrate the, the, the birth of the Lord. Uh, well, they don't celebrate the birth. They, they celebrate Christmas Day. Let me put it this way. All of us, believers, unbelievers, celebrate Christmas Day. For most people, it's because it's holiday time. And no more work for a couple of weeks, which people enjoy, of course. People celebrate because the time has finally arrived when we have time to spend with our children. And in the good old days, before the lockdown, at the beach, I'm not quite sure what's going to happen this year. And, uh, but, you know, people go to the beach, go to the sea. Durban is a place where if you know what's good for you, you need to avoid, actually and rather stay in Gauteng, <laughs> but people go down there with the intention of partying and swimming and, and so on, and people celebrate because the family can get together and enjoy some good foods, Christmas dinners, lunches, again this year, this could be a little different, uh, but this is the kind of thing that usually happens over Christmas, and of course, children especially celebrate because hopefully Father Christmas, Santa Claus, will arrive when they are asleep and bring them the gift that they have been waiting for all year. And this is what happens in many, many homes. And so it is that people put their Christmas lights on, they set up their Christmas tree full of glitter and pretty decorations and they listen to Christmas songs and these kind of things. Doesn't matter whether you're a Christian or not. Christmas around the world is usually a time of jubilation, reveling, partying, eating and drinking, holidaying and relaxation. However, for us as believers, there is a different slant to our celebration. Christmas has to be a time of great thanksgiving when we realize and think and carefully think about the day 2,000 years ago when a great prophecy was fulfilled. Prophetic word given to way before the advent of the birth of Jesus. So the birth of the Savior of the world had been prophesied by the prophet Isaiah around 700 years before that event. When God opened his eyes and he saw into the spirit what God had planned, the plan of God to save the world. So he writes in the book of Isaiah, chapter 9, verses 6 and 7. It says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. 
of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom, to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward, even forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. You see, when as the prophet Azar prophesied the birth of Jesus, he was prophesying not only in what was going to happen 2,000 years ago, but he was also prophesying what will happen when the Lord comes back for the second time after the period of the great tribulation and establishes his kingdom forever. So for the believer, yes, of course Christ, Christmas is a time of celebration. But it is a celebration with a difference to the world. We celebrate the birth of the Savior of the world. Do you know that the Savior has come once? He's going to come a second time and there is nothing the devil can do about it. Absolutely nothing. He thought when, he, when Jesus was crucified, the devil thought I've killed him. But he was making a very big mistake. You cannot kill God. Hallelujah. Jesus was God incarnate. And even though he operated as a man, but yet he had the divine in him. So we celebrate the birth of the Savior of the world. It is a time of thanksgiving to the Father for giving us Jesus Christ, his only begotten Son, to be born into this world and begin his journey of a redemption of this world. And let me tell you, this redemption will be complete at the end of a millennium, which is quite a way down the road, but the process has begun. And no one, not even the entire of hell, can stop that process. Without this epic day, 2,000 years ago, this world would have continued to head for eternal damnation and there would be no turning back. But this day was so significant in the fulfillment of God's plan that the whole of hell shook, I can tell you that right now, and trembled with horror because the savior of the world was born. Satan and his demons were so terrified that they stirred up the heart of Herod the king to seek to kill this baby. And there was a great slaughter of all the newborns in the hope that amongst all of these would be the savior of the world. But you know what? He did not succeed because God did not allow it. God did not allow that to happen. Joseph was warned in a dream by an angel in terms of Herod's plan. And he was told to run away into Egypt until those who were wanting to kill the baby were no, no more. And when the time was right, Joseph and Mary came back safely with Jesus into Israel. Let me tell you today, we celebrate the fact that God is still in charge. He's still on the throne. doesn't matter what plan the devil does. When God moves, he moves. And the plan of the devil comes to nothing. So Christmas is a time to celebrate a number of aspects regarding this baby that was born in Bethlehem. Firstly, when the angel appeared to Joseph to announce that Mary was to give birth to, to this child, he told him who he was going to be. 
The angel quoted from the prophet Isaiah who wrote this prophetically in terms of Jesus 700 years before, as we said earlier on. In the book of Isaiah, chapter 7, verse 14, this is what it says. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive, that's the first part of a sign, and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Now that word Emmanuel is a Hebrew for God with us. God with us. Hallelujah. <laughs> Let me tell you, I want to laugh right now because God is with me and God is with you. We celebrate this today on Christmas Day. God is with us. Emmanuel. Very first thing that we celebrate at Christmas is that God gave of himself to us by becoming incarnate. That means it took the form of a man. But he was Emmanuel, God with us. None of us can explain this. But one thing we know is that Jesus was God himself in the flesh, coming into this world to save it from the grips of the, of the devil. Let me tell you, without Jesus, this world will end up in a catastrophe. Not only for now, but for eternity. But Jesus, but Jesus, the gift of God that we celebrate today on Christmas Day. God with us. And he has remained with us since that time. Once you've received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, his mighty presence dwells with you all the time and forever. Forever. That's a great thing to celebrate. Knowing that the presence of God is with me Jesus says, I'll never leave you, nor forsake you. With us forever. What else do we celebrate at this time? Well, the prophet Isaiah in the scripture that we read earlier on brings forth a number of characteristics about Jesus that we're going to celebrate today. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6 says this, And his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. So on Christmas Day, we celebrate the fact that Jesus is so wonderful to each one of us. He is so wonderful. You know, yes, in this world we go for ups and downs. Sometimes we go for good times. Sometimes we go for challenging times. But we must keep our eyes on eternity. This world is soon past. Very quickly it's over. But there is an eternity ahead of us. An eternity. And so he is a faithful one who never leaves us nor forsakes us forever and ever. He is the one who endures the sufferings of a cross so that our sins may be forgiven and we may have eternal life. We celebrate that about Jesus. He is the one who provides for all of our needs and heals all of our diseases as we place our faith in him. Through him, the grace and the mercy of God has been released to all those who would receive him. Wow. And much, much more. Indeed, we have reason to celebrate Jesus on Christmas Day. He's not only wonderful, but he's also our counselor. Through his Holy Spirit, he guides us and he directs us towards a deep relationship with Father God. We can turn to him at any time and speak to him about issues in our lives and he counsels us. 
prophet Azar carries on and he names him mighty God, everlasting father. What a declaration about, about Emmanuel, God with us, Jesus. Yes, Jesus took the form of man when he was born into this world, but he is much more than that. You cannot separate Jesus from the Father and the Holy Spirit. He says, he who has seen me has seen the Father. We are one. According to scripture, they are one and the same. So we celebrate the fact that when you have Jesus, you have the Father as well as his Spirit, the Holy Spirit, dwelling in you. What a thing to celebrate. Do you know that there is no other religion in the earth that teaches that? No other, word, no, no other promise of God anywhere in any religion that tells you that God, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit are with you. Hallelujah. What more do we need, people of God? What more do we need? Finally, the prophet Azar calls him Prince of Peace. The one who brings peace into our lives, not only in this world, but also between man and God. He brings peace into our lives. He is the restorer of our peace with God, which had been destroyed because of our sinful nature. So what do we celebrate at Christmas as believers in Christ? We celebrate the fact that Jesus is God incarnate, as I said earlier on, coming in, coming in the form of man to redeem mankind from the ravages of sin and the reign of Satan in this world. I want to say this to you. Bible says he who has a son is free indeed. You are free from the bondages of the devil. You need to declare that. You've got to speak that into your life and believe it in your heart. This is what Christmas celebrations are all about for the believer. A time of great thanksgiving and jubilation as we remember this special day 2,000 years ago, which is noted in, by the Apostle John in John chapter 3, verse 16. He says, for God so loved the world, that's you, that's me, that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That's what we celebrate. And the savior of the world, Emmanuel, was born 2,000 years ago in a stable in Bethlehem. What a day to receive this truth in your heart and invite Jesus to become the center of your life. You see, for those of us who have walked a journey as believers in Jesus, who have experienced the touch of his hand on our lives, who have experienced his mighty presence, it's not difficult for us to celebrate our King, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, our Savior, our Redeemer, our Healer. It's not difficult for us to come to the Lord with thanksgiving and joy and say, thank you, Father, for giving us Jesus. What a day for us to receive these truths in our hearts and invite Jesus to become the center of your life. Perhaps you are watching this uh, live stream and you've never really invited the Lord Jesus to come into your heart. Do you know that there are thousands and thousands of people who say, I am a Christian, 
but they actually have never been born again into the kingdom of God. They have never been, been uh, how can I put it, uh, opened up to the truth of who Jesus is. They are following religious rituals, but they've never received Jesus in their heart. You see, until that moment comes, Jesus said to this uh, chappy called Nicodemus, came to him by night because he was afraid. He was a Jew, he was afraid to be seen by his fellow uh, Jewish people. And he came by night and he said to Jesus, what, what should I do? What should we do in order um, to get saved? Jesus said, unless you're born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. Unless you're born of water and the spirit, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. And that is a truth that we need to bear in our minds right now. And some of you watching this program right now, you've never received that new birth. You never invited Jesus. It comes when you bring Jesus into your heart. And some of you may have had a, a year or maybe a few years where you've been kind very cold towards the Lord. I want to say this to you. You will not be able to celebrate these truths that we spoke about today until your spirit is enlightened to what God did 2,000 years ago on this day and gave us Jesus Christ. You see, partying, eating, and drinking will not save you from eternal destruction, but receiving Jesus in your life will. God so loved the world that he gave his only son and that became materialized on Christmas Day 2,000 years ago. That whoever receives him and believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Jesus said this. He said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. No one. He is God's provision for our salvation. And that is what we celebrate on this special day, year after year, until we see that salvation fully manifested, which will happen, in my personal opinion, in a not too distant future. All the circumstances prophesied in the Bible that are to hap happen in the world are converging so fast that we have an expectation of a second coming of Jesus in a not too distant future. I am the way, the truth, and the life, said Jesus. No one comes to the Father except through me. He is God's provision for our salvation. And that is what we celebrate on this special day, year after year. We say, thank you, Father, for giving us Jesus. Thank you is God's provision for my salvation and yours. What about you this morning, this Christmas day? Is Jesus the center of your life? Have you received him as your Lord and Savior? What a perfect moment to make that choice right now and make him your Emmanuel, God with you, your counselor, your mighty God, your Prince of Peace, your Savior. We cannot save ourselves. But God can save us. And he made a way through Jesus. So I want to end this message this morning by giving any, 
anybody an opportunity. Anyone who knows that their life is not quite right with God, to make right with God and receive Jesus into your heart. There is always a battle in our soul in a moment like this. On the one hand, there is a voice saying, no, you don't need to do this. On the other hand, there is a voice saying, you need to do this. None of us, not one, are okay without the Savior of the world that we celebrate today. So I want to say to you, do not listen to the voice that may be saying to you, leave it, maybe for next time. You don't need Jesus. You're okay as you are. Don't listen to that voice. I know I've been walking with the Lord seriously now for 42 years. And he's real. What the message I preach to you today is real about our God. Make a quality decision to make him the center of your life today. So I want to say a prayer. And I want to encourage you, if you've never prayed this prayer, pray this prayer from your heart right now. Say, Lord Jesus, on this Christmas day, 2020, I surrender my life to you. I need you, Lord Jesus, to be my Lord and my Savior. I need you for my eternity. I need you for my now. For my, pres- for my future in this world, I need you to be with me, Lord Jesus, to save my soul from eternal damnation. And this morning, I give my heart to you. I ask you to come in and save me. Be my Lord and my Savior from this day forward. Forgive all my sins, all my past. And help me walk with you day by day according to your word. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for coming into my heart. Amen and amen. The Bible says if you prayed that simple prayer from your heart, you are now born again into the kingdom of God. What a thing to celebrate. If this, if this is the only thing, it's enough to celebrate Christmas Day. So God bless you all and have a wonderful rest and may the peace of God, the joy of the Lord remain with you throughout this day. Amen.